Welcome to the Dream Hub podcast, your sanctuary for the mind and soul. This is where personal development enthusiasts find solace in the symbology of their slumbers, transform nocturnal narratives into daytime triumphs, and align the subconscious with conscious intention. Now, I'm your dream teacher and host, Melissa Johnson, and in this episode, I'm chatting with Stacy. We'll be deciphering the dreams that have shaped us, having conversations that inspire, telling stories that move, and sharing discoveries that transform. Stacy has spent most of her professional working life in the education sector, working with children. She developed a keen interest in emotional and social well-being of children, as that was actually a developmental area she saw as a huge gap in the system and children often suffer because of this. This experience is what partially inspired her to move into the counselling and therapy sector. She's really passionate about healing after trauma and has been on her own personal healing journey for the last 18 months, which is where I met her along the way. She became a student of mine and got into dream work, which catapulted her forwards hugely on her healing journey. And this helped her to break free from limiting beliefs and gain the confidence to start her own podcast called Speaking with Stace. Here she invites guests to share their life stories and experiences and the valuable insights that they've gained from these to inspire and connect with listeners. So she's hoping to use her knowledge and personal experience to help others break out of the cycles of survival and live a life where they are thriving, especially after hardship and challenges. So with all of that being said, you can see exactly why I wanted to invite her onto the Dream Hub podcast to share the stories that she's been through with her dreams that highlight to you all how life-changing it can be and also to show you that you don't have to be a totally spiritual woo-woo mystic to get into dream therapy. So Stacy, a big warm welcome to you. Thank you for coming. After you introduce yourself, I'd love if you could share a little bit about your journey with dream therapy. Like, I'm curious, what actually led you to start exploring dream therapy as a path to personal growth and self-discovery? Yeah, thank you for that introduction, Mel, and thank you for inviting me on to the Dream Hub podcast. Um, so yeah, I'm Stacey. Uh, I've been engaging with dream therapy and using the lightning dreamwork process for about six months now. Um, before this, my experience with dreams was that as a child and even in my teenage years, I would just have like terrifying dreams um, and nightmares. Uh, a lot of the time it was so intense, like I would often wake up sort of screaming and thrashing about, sometimes having no recollection of this even happening like the next morning. I wasn't really scared of those dreams, but I definitely didn't enjoy them and often brushed them off as just a dream. <laughs> the other thing I do recall is that my mum kept a dream journal, but it was never something that I personally did. I'll talk a bit about what led me to explore dream therapy, but also like a bit of my personal journey because it really does tie in. So about 18 months ago now, I was completely miserable with my life. Uh, I had just had my second baby and my relationship wasn't in the best state at that time. 
Um, and I think being a little bit overwhelmed with life, uh, I was having experiences that were bringing up past traumas for me that I had suppressed. Uh, I was very lost and looking for guidance and wondering how I was going to get to a place where um, I actually wanted to be with life because I was finding things really hard. I wasn't myself. I wasn't doing well socially. Like I was shutting people out and being really avoidant. Um, there was a lot going on at home, but I was just sort of suffering mentally and like feeling really overwhelmed and really tired and just, yeah, really living life in like survival mode um, a lot of the time. So what changed that for me was I got a psychic reading from a psychic. She was able to tell me things that I had not opened up to anyone about um, with how I was feeling and what was going on in my environment. Uh, she even spoke about memories that were so suppressed from my previous relationship because of how bad that situation was. <laughs> and in the reading, she told me about something called shadow work, which I believe you did an episode with um, Sky on shadow yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, that was the first I'd ever heard of it um, in the conversation with um, the psychic I spoke to. And basically she explained it like any part of myself that I hadn't accepted was suppressed and cast to the shadow. And it was stopping me from growing and evolving. And so I was just living in this cycle of perpetuating like my past traumas. At one point, like I thought I had OCD, I was suffering from OCD because some of the behaviors that I had, like I would, you know, obsessively organize things around my house or um, just like really hone in on tidying like one particular area. And to me, it was definitely strange behavior, but it, yeah, I started to sort of wonder about that. And, you know, through doing the healing work, realized that, well, actually what it was, was trauma and that I was just trying to control my environment because I had felt so out of control in previous situations. Um, basically from there, like after the reading, I knew that something had to change um, and I realised that it was me that had to change. <laughs> so from there, I started reading, researching, viewing and absorbing anything that I could about personal development and developed a really serious love of psychology and human development as well. I had had previous, previous experience with some of that in my study. So when I was studying to be a teacher, um, we touched a little bit on like human development and childhood development and stuff like that. So I was very aware of some of those things, but I was also part of a community previous to that that had talked a lot about like personal development and um, growing as a human and stuff like that. And so um, I'd had a little bit of experience, but not a lot. So it wasn't, I guess it wasn't until I hit like my version of rock bottom that I got really serious about all this stuff. And so during that time, I ended up graduating from my teaching degree and I decided that I wasn't happy with the way that my career was heading either and realized that 
I was going to go into the world of counseling and therapy. I knew that I had something to offer others in that space because of my previous experiences and what I'd learned along the way. But not only that, I'd always had a love of people and working to support people, helping others. Uh, Professionally, I had a brief stint in like disability support, youth outreach. But as you said in your introduction, like most of my career was spent um, working with children in the education space. And whilst I love teaching, a lot of that was, um, you know, I was very academic focused and what I saw as a prac teacher in the room was that a lot of children were sort of falling through the cracks when it came to like emotional and um, I guess social support as well and teachers just weren't equipped with the time or the capacity to really support them in that space and you know everything I knew about human development was that if children don't have all those needs met they are not going to have a chance academically Mm. so you know that was sort of playing in the back of my mind and yeah I just felt like I could do more than just teach children now I'm really passionate about educating people on themselves healthy relationships healthy human development but what led me personally to engaging with dream therapy would be that I got to a point in my healing where I had so much knowledge and understanding of my own experiences and what I'd been through and then obviously naming some of that as trauma but I knew I needed to take like the next step which was making like deliberate practical action to really heal from some of those experiences and then using that knowledge to make like different choices for myself moving forward. So I had heard about like semantic experiences, breath work, yoga, meditation, journaling, hypnosis, like you name it, I had considered it and some of it I had even tried, but none of it really like stood out as being what I needed. And whilst, you know, some of those things were helpful, it definitely didn't really resonate Um, not fully anyway and so I sort of put it out to the universe and was like you know I kind of want to go somewhere and do something that I know is going to help my healing but I hadn't quite found that thing yet and so also at this time my dreams were coming in strong (laughs) like I was having really vivid dreams Um, I think I'd had like three nights of three different dreams that were all like really vivid and really stood out to me and I just couldn't get them like off my mind in my waking life during the day. Lo and behold, I'm scrolling social media and um, an ad pops up about a dream workshop with Melissa Johnson and I'm like, (laughs) I recognise that name, what? (laughs) And I went on your Instagram and saw that it was you. And um, obviously I'd known you previously um, through your husband, Sam, and your um, fitness business, uh, which I'd followed for a number of years um, after meeting you guys at like a work event um, previous to that. So, yeah, so I reached out to you, messaged you about your dream workshop, 
and told you that I'd had some like really interesting dreams and you invited me on to like a one-on-one call um, to speak about it and helped me, I guess, for the first time, interpret some of those dreams and realize like what was going on. That really excited me. And, and after I got off that call with you, um, I went like straight to someone who's like in my circle, like my support system and was like, you don't believe this. Like I just interpreted these dreams and I think like they mean something. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, those dreams are actually, I think what you refer to as like precognitive dreams and predicted like a future event. So that was really awesome. After that, like I went along to your dream workshop. Yeah, that was just really cool as well. Like doing the dream interpretation process, like with a group of people as well. And yeah, some of the things that happened within that space were just, you know, deeply impactful for me. But yeah, I guess fast forward a little bit, you know, six months on, I'm now feeling incredibly grateful that I stumbled across you and the work that you're doing in this space. And that, you know, you've guided me through some of my dreams that I was able to understand like a lot more about what was going on for me. And I guess I mean, like, I just cannot even express how much dream therapy has changed my life in so many ways from this. So, yeah. That's so awesome. Amen, sister. I feel exactly the same way. (laughs) Isn't it crazy that it takes us to hit rock bottom before we decide like, or even realize, oh, I think it's me that has to change. Mm. And I know that's, it's hard for us to admit, but it's hard for us to even acknowledge that and see that in the beginning. And it is easy once you've been through some bad situations or felt like you've been in the wrong place at the wrong time or people have mistreated you i know just personally i fell into victim mentality and i think that that kind of just brought about more unfortunate events (laughs) and yeah dreams are really able to highlight how it is like me that has to change and all of my little flaws and how i can better myself but you know, I love them for that reason. So yeah, I just found it really interesting when you highlighted all of that. The way that you know it all, like in your therapy and your counseling and like, you know the smarts, you have the smarts, you know the processes, but sometimes it is difficult when you think, well, I am doing everything by the book, but it just doesn't feel right. Or you're not sure personally for yourself, like how do I apply? things how do I like what steps do I take in my particular life like and because dreams are so personal they just hold up a mirror to what we're doing and highlight the areas it's like so obvious but yeah if you were to try and find an answer like that in a book you just would never really get there so yeah yeah Yeah, no absolutely So thanks for sharing about um, my workshop. I'm glad that you got a lot out of it. That makes me wonder, like, what were your initial expectations or your hesitations before starting dream therapy? Like, were there any um, challenges or issues that you were hoping to address through the process? I didn't really have too many hesitations, like, with all the stuff I had researched and been learning about um, and facing up to like some of the hard truths of my own life and just, you know, I was really ready to take action and do something that I knew would help me 
on the path of healing that I was already on. Mm. I think maybe one hesitation I had, if I had any, was that I'm a very private person when it comes to like my emotions and a lot of my healing has been done internally and been very much a solo process. Like, don't get me wrong, there's definitely been people in my life that I'm close with who have had like an impact on me and my healing, yourself being one. (laughs) But for me, it has very much been, yeah, very much a solo path a lot of the time. I was nervous to do uh, a dream workshop in a space with people that I didn't really know. Um, But once I was there, like everyone was so lovely and I felt really safe. And yeah, you did a really good job of making everyone there feel really safe, creating that space for people to like really open up and explore their dreams in that environment. But no, I don't know what I was expecting. Like as as I've gone further into the process of interpreting my dreams and taking action, I've honestly been blown away by what has come up for me. I've had some really deeply healing dreams that have addressed a lot of my traumas and sort of confirmed for me that I'm on the right path in life currently. And from like where I was 18 months ago to now is insane. Like (laughs) anyone I talked to uh, who knew me back then is like, you're a very different person. And like the changes have been very noticeable, but you know, anyone who meets me as well, like they they haven't known me before and they've only just met me. They sort of hear about some of the things I've experienced and they're like, whoa, I never would have guessed. They've had no idea, I guess, some of the stuff that I've um, experienced because it's not super obvious. And yeah, like you do change with healing. I think I've honestly gone from like surviving to like, you know, just like living my life and at times like really thriving. And, you know, now I think about it and I've gone from, yeah, being in that place to making really positive choices and like educating myself and pursuing a really good career, you know, thriving socially, networking with so many different people, raising two children, like starting a podcast where, you know, I invite people on to tell their stories and and give voice to their experiences. But yeah, like if you had told me 18 months ago that this is where I would be today, I'd have been like, whoa, (laughs) better strap myself in for that because yeah, the process was like really accelerated and yeah, the dream therapy has a lot to do with where I am today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you are a very private person. So thank you for coming on and sharing so much. Um, I did notice that about you when I first met you, but yeah, it's only been, I think six months and you have totally transformed. Thank you for giving all those examples. I'm wondering, is there any specific dream experiences or moments during the therapy that you'd be happy to share that had a profound impact on your life or perspective? Like, for example, like you're saying, like I went from just surviving to thriving and that's absolutely incredible. But I know the listeners are probably thinking, well, how? Like, how does a dream do that? So I wanted to know, like, how did any of your dreams guide you or inform your waking life decisions? And yeah, would you be happy to share? 
Yeah, oh, so happy to share. I'll take us back to that initial psychic reading that I had because there was something that came up in there that I think was just sort of stuck with me and um, really helped with, I guess, part of the transformation and tapping into my dreams. So, yeah, the psychic reading that I had, I actually had a grandparent that had passed away come through for me and they said to me... Um, because, yeah, previous to, like, them passing, I had gotten married and they were actually at my wedding. And then, yeah, like, uh, I think a few years after that, they'd passed away. And the marriage that I was in was not a good one for me. Things happened within that space that were really, you know, not good. <laughs> yeah, so eventually, like, I ended up leaving that situation. Quite a yeah traumatic time in my life so yeah my grandparent came through and said to me like you know Stacey I know you've been like really hurt and you think that you're not good at like picking the right people to connect with because you know you made one mistake and married someone that you know turned out to be all sorts of wrong for you but you're really good at like reading people and and feeling you know like the emotions of other people around you and you need to trust in yourself a lot more when it comes to like who you should and shouldn't trust because you know like there's so many people in the world and not everyone is for us right mm -hmm. um, yeah he came through and sort of said that to me and it was something that really stuck with me and I don't think I really fully understood at the time through that relationship that I'd had with um, the person I was previously married to I'd lost a lot of trust in people and I also lost a lot of trust in myself and felt really disconnected from myself. And, you know, anyone that's been through that type of thing will know that that can leave a real big impact on other relationships in your life as well. So I felt really disconnected from people and myself. And yet one of your um, podcast episodes, actually, that you did with Dean Bentley, I believe, there was something that you said in there that I was like, oh my God, yes, like I really resonate with that. And that was doing the dream therapy or yeah, working in the dream space is like you opening up a dialogue with your soul. And for me, like I felt like I'd lost a lot of that through my experiences. And so then like doing the dream therapy and tapping into that again really helped bring me back to myself. And so through dream therapy I've regained a lot of trust not just within myself but with other people as well and really just yeah learnt to I guess tap back into my gut feeling my intuition really lean into that and then yeah just make like positive choices based on that moving forward but the other thing that I wanted to mention is that I had a dream. It was a dream that stayed with me. It was deeply like impactful. It was really vivid. Um, you know, those dreams where you wake up and you're just like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. And this was before I knew about like dream interpretation or the work that you've, you've been doing in this space. And I was actually able to go back to that dream and interpret it months later and so the dream was, I call it the whale dream, <laughs> but basically what it was, was I was standing within a community of people 
and we were yeah I was just standing there and I had both of my daughters sort of like stood beside me one on either side in the dream like someone I knew uh, from the community came up to me and said like a tsunami is coming and I was like oh okay yeah cool I'll see I was just very like (laughs) chilled about it and I think I'm very much like that in waking life too like if someone comes up to me and says oh this is gonna happen I'm like yeah we'll see (laughs) so um yeah they they said this is happening and I was like yeah okay and then everyone was sort of like like it was real hustle sort of bustle like environment around me like there's a lot of tension people almost like panicking like oh this big thing's gonna happen and then I looked up um in the dream and I could see this like body of water like building up like it was this huge wave and it was just rising and rising and rising and it was like so big (laughs) like I was like that is surely not realistic how tall it was and so I knew that what they'd said like was legit at that point so I just sort of picked both my um, kids up and I like hoisted one up on either of my hips and like wrapped my arms sort of like around their shoulders really tightly or up under their shoulders really tightly like you know hold on um and as the water's rising I sort of like looked up in anticipation for this to happen I'm like this is going to come crashing down and I saw like a white whale I was like oh what and it was yeah just like there was other things in the water but out of everything that was sort of in there I noticed this white whale I was like oh that's weird never seen a whale that looks like that before (laughs) so yeah the water's like rising up and up and then all of a sudden it comes like crashing down and you know this whole idea that like you can't feel things in your dreams mm -mm, no I felt the impact of this and it came and it sort of like picked me and the girls up and just like whooshed us away like propelled us forward it was crazy like I don't think the whole time it was happening like I let either of them go but there was definitely like that sort of fear in the background of like oh this thing is like yeah (laughs) really intense and we've got to like really hold on to each other and yeah we we were fine we were safe in dream even though this huge natural disaster was happening (laughs) um But yeah, we were just picked up, swept away and gone off somewhere else. And I didn't realise at the time what that dream meant, but it stuck with me. And I was able to look back later on and realise a couple of things. One was that the dream was telling me about the impending relationship breakdown that I experienced with uh, my ex-partner and the father of my two children. Um, So the dream was sort of telling us that, you know, there was going to be like this huge emotional shift, basically, um, within our lives that was going to move us to a different place. And that, you know, we'd be fine, we'd be together, but this big event was going to happen. Um, And it did. And the other thing about that dream was that the white whale, we shouldn't Google our dreams, and I definitely don't now. But that I did Google because I was like, what the heck does that even mean? And so, yeah, being a a dream symbol that I just, I had no experience with whales in my waking life. Like I'd never seen one in real life and I didn't really have an opinion about them. Like, Like they're big, but 
that's pretty much the extent of my thoughts around whales. Googled the meaning of like the white whale and it was talking about like spiritual enlightenment. And so I think the white uh, whale in that dream was like a symbol of how, you know, diving into more of these sort of practices, like um, when you think about it, like dream therapy is for the soul Mm. and the soul is, you know, the spiritual side of you. And so I think the white whale in the dream was sort of symbolising that a lot of my transformation would have to do with soul work. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those were probably like the deeply transformative experiences around dream therapy for me. Yeah. I love hearing you describe the dream because it was so real and so felt for you. Such a funny topic because just tonight I've put something on my Instagram story asking about if people have felt pain in dreams. Mm. I have and a friend of mine has and yeah, a few people have but not very many. I think I've had three or four people reply. But everyone's saying in their legs (laughs) for some reason, pain in the legs. So I don't know what that's all about. But yeah, when you feel it in a dream, it's like it is real. No one can tell your dream's not real, especially after hearing the way that you described that. If you were describing a movie, like a movie that you'd watched, there's no way that you would have put that much emphasis and like felt sense into describing it. So yeah, I just love that so much. And yeah, like don't Google your dreams straight away. But if you've already gone through what does it mean to me? How does it make me feel? What memories do I have of the symbol? All of that. If you still have no idea, then yeah, definitely do because symbols do have, some symbols have like universal meanings um, or they can have 10 different meanings that you haven't thought of and maybe one or two of them might resonate with you. So yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I think for me, like I just had no experience with yeah. whales. So I was like, well, that's obviously like yeah. something I have to research. You yeah, know? <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's such a deep, deep, um, I'm just thinking deep ocean, <laughs> like whales, yes. deep dream. Um, I love how deep that is. So sometimes I use my dreams just for like simple things, like providing practical insights and solutions to any problems that I've got going on in my life. Do you have any dreams that have offered like a clear solution to a problem that you are facing? Like it could be related to anything like relationships, work, personal growth, even like what should we have for dinner tomorrow night? Is there anything that's come through for you like that? Yes. Um, so probably, I mean, definitely all the little things like what should we have for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think probably the most notable one for me was around my job. So I mentioned or you mentioned as well in your introduction mm-hmm. that uh, for most of my professional career, I've worked with children in the education space. And for the past five years, um, I had been in one of the most loveliest jobs I had as an educator um, working with children. You know, I'd been there for a little while and I had two pregnancies there. I was extremely connected to a lot of the other staff and a lot of the children in that environment, the families. But I, it got to a point where I outgrew that role and I knew I needed to leave or like there was another opportunity for me coming up. But... <laughs> I didn't want to go <laughs> and I was, I guess, a bit stubborn in that. My dreams were coming through really strong 
and they were telling me, no, you need to look for another job. You need to go. And how they were doing that was I would have like re- like reoccurring dreams. They were obviously all quite different, but the similarities were that it was always within the work environment that I was in, um, in the school. There was always just themes of death, <laughs> which, you know, working with children, like that's quite a scary sort of concept to... I guess, yeah, children and death, like it's a really hard It's a nightmare, total nightmare. (laughs) But yeah, I think if I was to take those dreams as like quite literal, I could have tapped into like fear around, oh, you know, is someone going to die in this space? But through using the dream interpretation process that you taught in your workshops and your courses, I realised that what the dreams were saying to me was that there's nothing here for you anymore. Like it's, you know, death is, death is an ending, but it's also a new beginning. And so what the dreams are trying to say to me is like, you're supposed to finish up your time in this job, in this space, but there's a new beginning for you and you need to go and and move forward with that. And so, yeah, I was, (laughs) I, um, I often, when I talk to you, I'm like, oh, I'm so bad at taking action with my dreams. But I think this has been one of the the biggest things is actually leaving that job and moving into um, a job in the therapy space now. Yeah, I think there was a lot of little actions that sort of like led up to the like moving into that job. And, you know, it wasn't just like a quick overnight haul myself out of one Hmm. workplace into another and you know there was a period of weeks there where I was actually working both jobs because (laughs) I really just wanted to prolong the time I had there with everyone but the dreams really helped me to (laughs) to make that move because I didn't want to do it yeah Um, very practical and that job basically landed in your lap I feel like um you called it in on a deeper level (laughs) yeah that's so cool So do you feel like you had to do a lot of like emotional healing in your dream work before before the practical insights started coming through to you? I know that um, when I've gone through a tough time, I've used dreams as a source of emotional healing. Did you have dreams that helped you to process your past traumas or emotions, therefore like leading you to a sense of relief or inner peace? I mean, I get them all the time. Like it's been a lot of my work within the dream space has been emotional processing. But yeah, there's there's two that are really significant that really stand out. So the first one was that basically in the dream, I was sitting down uh, with um, someone in my life um, that I was having some conflict with. And we have a difference of opinion about the different roles that we've played in each other's lives. And, you know, this person was sitting down with, uh, I think, a tarot card, tarot card reader. So, yeah, we were both sitting down with with them. They were trying to push their agenda. I guess I was just sort of seeing back, like listening to everything that was being said, pondering it, but not really speaking up. In the dream, I felt really, like, heavy. What that sort of said to me was that the situation that was playing out in the dream was a lot of emotional energy that I just didn't really want to like spend there. 
And yeah, I was really uncomfortable in the dream. Like I didn't want to be in that space. I felt like the things that were being sort of like discussed were not really the true perspective of the situation. But yeah, I just didn't really speak up and and say my piece on it. I just sort of like listened and pondered. Carrot card reader um, said, oh, like someone's coming. And I was like, oh, what? And then someone came and like knocked on the door and I got up and I went and answered the door and it was a family. It was a mum and a dad and three children. I felt like the people that walked into the space that I was in were people that are like my friends in waking life, but it wasn't like physically they looked like someone else. Energetically, they felt like these people And, you know, given that they had like three children, well, it was obviously their three children um, and the people that they actually physically showed up as, well, they only had like two children. So I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Um, But what was interesting about the dream was that, so the the person that was like the mum was actually a girl that I had known like previously in life um, and her name was Ali. And I was like, oh, okay, so random to be dreaming of someone that like I haven't spoken to in years. Yeah, so they came in and the kids sort of like settled in and made themselves at home and um, they sort of came into the house and like was like busying themselves with tasks and things like that. And I was like, oh, okay, these guys are here. And then in the dream, I like walked over to this bookshelf and pulled out like a book and the book was really old and dusty so like dusted off and and I opened the book like there was a bookmark inside the pages and I sort of like pulled it out and the bookmark itself was like really eerie looking like it was you know that sort of like Tim Burton style like like yeah what would you call it I don't even know like just a bit spooky like skeletons and, and emo yeah. and black and Halloweeny. Yeah. Halloweeny, yeah, yeah, perfect. Like it was exactly like that. And there was like a spider's web sort of, not a real spider's web, but like a spider web design on the bookmark. Yeah, so pulled that out and just took the bookmark and like put it back to the start of the book, sort of like setting the intention to like reread something. And as I'm doing that, Ali, who actually is not Ali, <laughs> walks over to the bookshelf, says to me, like, oh, that's a good story. Like, I'd love to get into that one. Um, but then pulls out her own from higher up in the shelf and did the same thing. I was like, that is just like crazy. What does that dream even mean? And then through the interpretation process, <laughs> um, realized that it's just so like cool to even think about it now and reflect back but the girl's name being Ali had significance right and I didn't even realize at the time like I just thought oh that's weird I was just sitting there one day going like Ali Ali like that's spelled like a double l y and then I was like what else is spelled a double l y ally and I was like oh ally oh what's an ally like someone who you're aligned with like they're you know they've got your back you've got theirs like an ally I was like oh my friend has showed up in support of me 
And not only that, like the significance that I guess the the taking out the story and like restarting, like we, th- this particular friend and I, we're super aligned in our waking life. Like we've, we've sat down and talked about it a lot. We've both been through some very similar but very significant um, past traumas like within relationship. Hers was a different type of relationship to mine. It was actually like a parental figure, whereas mine was um, a relationship like on equal sort of, um, yeah, like your peer group. Um, So even her taking like the book off the shelf that was like higher, you know, sort of signified that, yeah, like she was restarting her story after the traumas with like um, the trauma that she'd had with like her parental figure. And yeah, mine was more like lower on the shelf because it was a different type of relationship. Yeah, just taking that off the shelf and sort of like both doing it together, it really just, I feel like it was my subconscious saying to me, like, you guys are both aligned, you're both going to be in support of each other through this healing process and you'll get an opportunity to restart your stories and to choose differently. So yeah, that was just a really comforting emotionally healing dream for me to have I love that I love like you're restarting your story I want to hear about the bookmark and the significance of like the patterning and the design that was on it what did you take Mm. from that it was a spooky type of design like some of the stuff that we've both been through is quite full on, quite scary. I think it was like, yeah, maybe a visual representation of some of that stuff. Um, And that, you know, it was like marking that part of our lives and, and having like an impact, but a bookmark can be moved, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it could be many things. Like I I think the dream interpretation process, like, you might think it's one thing and then later on, like, it's another. But, yeah, yeah um, I definitely I, think it had multiple meanings. Yeah, yeah I was going to say they usually have multiple meanings. Can I yeah. throw some ideas at you? Yeah. I know course. we already covered this dream in therapy, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's all these things coming up. So, yeah. like, when you said Tim Burton style, it just came to me of, like, skeletons coming out the closet. Um, and I know that kind of relates and as well as like the death rebirth thing but then I know with like a spider's web that's really symbolic of things like um, representing like a situation in your life where you might feel trapped or stuck like entangled um, that you need patience because a spider like waits patiently for its prey Um, but then webs can also represent like a network or a series of connection that you have with others so like social ties professional networks or interconnectedness of your thoughts and emotions which I feel like that like all covers as you're like saying this I'm like yes 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 yes. (laughs) it definitely all relates and yeah yeah, like you said it can have multiple meanings yeah yeah how cool is that um the other the other one yeah yeah yeah. so and I was outside like my previous workplace and I was with a couple of people um that I know very well and we're sort of standing around on this like ground field 
it was kind of like sinking. Like it wasn't very stable ground. Like it was where a lot of people parked their cars. <laughs> and so there was a couple of cars there and the cars sort of started like sinking down in the like in the field area because it was like raining and it was like kind of like muddy swampy sort of vibes and yeah the cars were sort of starting to sink and one guy's there and he's like oh like come and help me pull out my car or my ute or whatever so like a whole bunch of guys like go and help him and he's like oh yeah like you know we're so strong (laughs) (laughs) and they pulled this car out and um I was like oh yeah like go you and then I looked over and I'm like oh crap my car's sinking (laughs) yeah my car was sort of like on its side like sinking down into this like pit and I was like oh man like help me get this out of here because like I need that thing like (laughs) um and it was my car that I have now and yeah like in waking life like I just love that thing it's so valuable (laughs) to me and it's like I like to spend time in my car just like you know reflecting driving all that kind of thing and and going places but yeah so the car was sinking and I was like oh can you guys help me pull it out and I asked the men for help and they all sort of like looked at me like um not gonna happen like that thing's too far gone like you're kidding yourself if you think you can even begin to pull it out and they sort of like good luck to you and I was like oh and then I turned to two of my um friends they're both female and I was like I'm just gonna pull this bloody thing out myself hey I walked over and I started to do it and I was like oh like I've really got this like I'm like it's coming just keep pulling so I like pulled the car and began to like pull it out and the two girls come in and they're like you know we've got this we've got you like let's do it and they sort of pulled the car like up out of this pit like with me and I was like that was easy. Like I was surprised at how easy it was and how little time it took and little strength and energy to pull the car like up out of the sinking pit. And the guys that were in the dream that doubted that that could even happen looked at me like, what did you just do? And they were like just standing there and I was like, done it. Like, you know, you doubted me, but here we are. And the girl, like, we sort of looked around, like, me and the girls, and we were like, yeah, like, we did that. <laughs> that was good. Anyway, uh, like, just a funny dream, I guess. But, like, even that dream for me was deeply healing. Because, like, previously in my life, I think a lot of men that I've come across have seen me as quite powerless and weak. And that is definitely not my experience now. The men that come into my life now or are in my life now um, have expressed to me just how powerful and intimidating I can sometimes come across. And, like, I definitely don't take crap from people anymore. And although, like, I'm still very, I guess, in my feminine ways of being, like, very compassionate, very empathetic, very nurturing, all those things, I've also been able to embody some real like masculine traits as well and, you know, be really firm and really practical and use my voice to stand up for myself and others. And then, you know, some of my previous life experiences, I'd felt like I'd often had my voice taken away from me or I'd been unable to speak up in a lot of circumstances. 
sometimes I'd felt like not respected in that sense. And it's definitely so different in a lot of ways now. The men in the dream like doubting me and I was just sort of like, no, like I'll show you. Like I definitely have this this power within me. Um, And that really came through in the dreams. And then, you know, like even doing the podcast has like, really given me back my confidence in using my voice and it's also then I guess allowed me to give that gift to other people as well that want to share their stories and their insights and so yeah I think my dreams have definitely helped me I guess process a lot of old wounds around Mm -hmm. some of that stuff and then yeah impacted my emotional well-being in a really positive empowering sense yes you go girl (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's so awesome so dreams have obviously helped you to process the emotions and get a deeper understanding of your emotions and your own thoughts and your behaviors as well so Mm -hmm. it you know dream therapy really does enhance self-awareness um is there any particular way that you think that they have enhanced your self-awareness besides these particular dreams? Yeah, I think a good example is a recent dream where I kept going back to the same place, but I just couldn't figure out like how to get out of the building and where exactly I needed to go like in the building. So like the building itself was different each time. Like sometimes it was a hospital, sometimes it was a hotel, sometimes it was like this big like state library, sometimes it was a university. Like it was it, like there was different contexts, but it was always the same place or always felt like the same place. Um, I think, yeah, basically like I was in this place and I was going up and down the different corridors, up and down the stairs, sort of in the levels. And I was like, wait, I need to be on this floor, but I couldn't figure out how to get there. So then I'd jump in the lift and I'd try to like go up. And then it was like, wait, I'm on a different level. Like, how do I get here? And just sort of like walking up and down the corridors, like a bit confused. I'd see people along the way and they'd sort of be like, ah, what are you doing here? Or like, you know, something would happen. And then it's like, oh, you need to get to this room because this person needs your help. And it's like, well, I don't even know how to get to the other room. Like (laughs) it was just a bit of a, I guess, yeah, frazzled sort of feeling um, in the dream. And then at one point, I think in this particular um, dream, it was like a hotel and I walked out of like a room and onto like the start of like this huge diving board and I looked down And it was like this pool, but it was like hundreds of feet down. And I was like, I'm not jumping off of this (laughs) into that pool. Like that is insanity. And the person behind me is like, no, you have to, you have to go. Like you have to jump down. You have to go like deep. And I was like, huh, (laughs) that's so scary. (laughs) So yeah, I was just like in this building sort of going up and down the levels, getting really frustrated. Um, I think, you know, at one point I was like looking for a bathroom and couldn't find one. Um, There were some issues around like privacy and things as well, like being in a room and being like, oh, I have a moment, but then someone else barges in and you're like, this is just (laughs) (laughs) So basically um, there's a lot in that, but I think what I ended up interpreting it as 
was that the dream was coming to me in a way to show me not to be so hard on myself. And I know that sounds like, well, how did you get that from that? But basically like along this healing journey, I feel like I've taken steps forward, but also steps back. At one point I think, oh, like I'm really good at handling conflict. And then another conflict will arise and I'm like, did I really act within the best interests of like, like, did I really act how I should have there? Did I really handle that well? This whole path of like healing and personal development. I don't know if people who maybe haven't dived into that think, oh, you know, there's healed people and there's not healed people. It's not like that at all. It's, it's so not linear. Once you start this thing, yes, you progress. Yes, you grow. Yes, you develop but you're still human (laughs) and you're still going to make mistakes. Um, You're still going to have challenges in your life that come up. And like, I definitely have my fair share of challenges still. I think it's just doing the work to then be able to handle things like a lot better than what a previous version of yourself would have. Sometimes the shadow itself is so dense that the more empathetic or emotionally deep you are, the more these things can really impact you. I think what the dream was showing me is that I needed to go like deeper than I thought I was capable of going. Cause I'm standing on that diving board. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and the person behind me is like, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, some of the things I struggle with is like certain emotions. So like I, perceive myself as being like a mostly really happy person like people talk to me about emotions I'll say oh well my natural disposition is just joy you know like I feel a lot of joy in my life and I look for the joy in a lot of situations and circumstances but it's coming to a place of acceptance within yourself with some of these emotions as well and one that I really struggle with is anger because I still feel it and I'll still get you know, a lot of times rightfully angry about certain things that pop up. But after the fact, because it's not something that I really feel is part of my, I guess, identity or personality, I'm not really an angry person. Afterwards, I'll usually feel really guilty if I have a conflict with someone even and I feel like a little bit of anger has sort of come through in a communication or whatever. And I think it's okay to feel angry (laughs) and I think yeah I've done a lot of work around emotions and accepting them and not suppressing them because for a long time I really did suppress them yeah being angry about things is okay what's not okay is if you like you know take take that out on people and project your emotions onto people like that's not okay but to actually feel those things it's okay. Mm. (laughs) And so, you know, I'd often go like, oh, like I'm feeling really angry. Like I thought I was healed and I thought I was positive and happy. And, you know, I thought like I was supposed to be on this path of like enlightenment and all good things. And it's like, that's just not reality. Not everything is like rainbows and sunshine and all that all the time. Like there are going to be challenges. There are going to be tough things pop up Mm. and it's all about I guess, how you hold space for yourself and then for others as well, like within that. So, yeah, you know, I guess like that dream, feeling like I'm going up and down the levels, you know, being stuck on a level, being really frustrated, not knowing where I'm going. It was just 
I guess like a accumulation of some of the stuff that I was like trying to process in my waking life, like all these doubts that I'd sort of had about me and my healing journey. Yeah, that dream, which was reoccurring, I think I mentioned that before, Mm. but like, yeah, it just kept coming back for like weeks and weeks. I think it was trying to show me that like, you know, all this can be going on and you can feel like you're going all these different ways and it's confusing, but just have a bit of compassion for yourself and like, you know, even if you feel like you're stuck on level whatever, 34, you're you're actually like, it doesn't matter what level you think you're on. You're still in the building. You're still Mm -hmm. rising up to the challenges. You're still giving it a go. Like that's what it's all about. So that's what I interpreted from that Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because that recurring dream really did like highlight where you needed some self-awareness and that was like Mm -hmm. not to be so hard on yourself and not to believe that, to spiritually ascend, it's all going to be positive up, 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 up. Sometimes you do have to dive right down into the depths of your shadows and feel the feeling that you don't want to feel because suppressing anger is never going to help you ascend. Um, It's only going to hold you down. Sometimes the way to ascend is to feel the anger and let it out healthily. Yeah, that's so cool that your dream it cared about you so much that it kept coming back over and over and over again. And I think some people have misconceptions about dreams because of this. Like they think that dreams are there just to like annoy them or just make them relive stressful things that they're going through. But it's not that because there is always guidance in them. Um, Mm -hmm. What are some common myths or misunderstandings um, that you've come across like with yourself or anything that you'd like to address based on your experiences? Yeah, so probably the most common one, which I don't know, I just, I'm like, really? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is that dreams don't mean anything, you know? And like, I'm definitely guilty of that going, oh, it's just a dream because I used to have terrifying nightmares as well. And the way to get through that was like, the comfort of like oh but it was just a dream do you know what's so funny (laughs) I just love that you're bringing this up because this week at like three in the morning I'll be laying there replaying my dreams and I've been having this little voice in my head telling me like I'll be trying to decipher it within my sleep and then this voice in my head saying that makes no sense it doesn't mean anything you don't need to write it down And I'm like, oh, and it's tricked me a few times because I'm like, ah, that just didn't mean anything. I won't bother writing it down. And then in the morning I'm kicking myself. And yeah, then last night I heard that voice again and I was like, no, get out of here. And I wrote and wrote everything down. And in the morning I explained my dream to Sam. And even though it was a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo, there was like some really practical advice in there about a light on a sign that he really needed to know about. He was like, aha! And just like ran off and started working on this thing. (laughs) So yeah, it was just so funny. Yeah, that dreams don't mean anything. We have this thing like built into us. And I think it's just like part of our consciousness, like our conscious mind doesn't really like dreams. It's sort of Mm -hmm. like the light and dark trying to fight against each other. And our subconscious is like, please take this message. And consciousness is like, no, it's mumbo jumbo, go away. (laughs) But really like showing all the dreams that you've just explained, that they seem like mumbo jumbo. And then you've explained the interpretations that you've come to. And it's Mm -hmm. so deep and so profound and so healing. And because you're 
feeling that feeling like it's a felt experience that you're going through it heals you on a deeper level than just knowing the words and hearing the sentences like yeah, yeah. It's such an experience thank you what advice would you like to offer listeners like say there's someone listening in who's never done any of this before then they might be considering dream therapy or thinking about exploring their dreams a little bit more consciously what advice would you give to them do it <laughs> do it <laughs> that would be the first thing yes go slowly be gentle with yourself with it it's easy to go oh I didn't have a dream last night like this stuff doesn't even work you need to remain open-minded and curious and receptive to what is coming in for you it may be scary at first a lot of the time that was definitely my experience Um, I think if you've had a lot happen in your life or you have some past traumas the things that are going to come up are going to be quite full on and that's part of the emotional processing and so you know if that's like the case for you then my advice would be to find a community of people who are willing to do that with you because support is everything I know that you've created that community like online like through your podcast and also through Instagram like there's so much insightful videos and tips and things on there for how to like process and interpret dreams so you know, that's, that's really cool. Like there's definitely lots of support out there, but yeah, you don't have to do it alone. Like, you know, dreams is a lot of the time, very much like a solo sort of process. Like, you know, you're the main player in your dreams, like you're the person there, but like, yeah, you don't have to do it alone. I think it's easy to judge your dreams, especially if it's not what you want to be dreaming of Mm. like I don't want to be dreaming about getting lost in a building (laughs) but I was and there was a reason for that don't judge yourself or judge your subconscious or brush it off in counseling like we talk a lot about holding space for people to explore some of those tougher things that they're dealing with and so like I think if you're doing any sort of therapy work you need to hold the space for yourself and just sit with what comes up definitely allowing enough time for the interpretation process is a big one I know that can be hard to do and like I just want to sort of put that to bed as well because like you know I definitely am not one with a lot of free time but I do still find the time and you know sometimes this will come to me like while I'm driving or I'm doing the dishes or like I'm cleaning my house like yeah I'm thinking about my dreams I'm thinking about the symbols and I'm like oh I think my dreams are saying this and I'll like you know go and write it down so there is time to do this work like Mm -hmm. even if you're busy there is still time the interpretation process like yeah, at first, maybe you have to sit down and actually like go through the steps of the um, of interpretation, but like that will come naturally at, a, at some point. I can sort of remember what steps to do now mm. without actually having to sit down in front mm. of like the computer or handout or mm. whatever. So writing down like any little thing about your dreams, like if you're just sitting there reflecting on the symbol, you don't actually have to go through the whole yeah process exactly like yeah just write the dream down and then ponder it later like I had a huge aha dream interpretation moment the other day doing the dishwasher so I was like oh the dishwasher is so boring I don't want to do it how could I make this more fun and I was like oh I'll think about that weird dream I had 
And then, yeah, halfway through the dishwasher, I was like, oh my God, I got it. And it was a huge, <laughs> a huge meaning. So yeah, yeah, you can yeah. find time to think about it for sure. 100%. So yeah. as you continue on your journey, you're going to be someone like me that I feel like it's not just going to be like, oh, I did dream therapy one time and now I'm healed. Or like, oh, I've seen a psychologist once and now my therapy's over. Like it's a continual yeah. journey. So but I do want to know, like, how have the lessons that you've learned so far shaped or how do they continue to shape your life and the decisions that you're going to be making in the future? Yeah, so I think you're right. Like, this is going to be something that I do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, being in the therapy sector, any type of therapy, it's just embedded in me now. I'm definitely a lot more confident in trusting my intuition a lot more. For me, that's been really important because as I mentioned previously, I'd had some experiences that had sort of taken that away from me. So to be able to like lean into myself more and trust my own gut and my own intuition has been like a really beautiful homecoming experience for my soul. Um, Yeah. That's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Getting emotional. (laughs) it's emotional work like it's yeah but honestly like the impact that dream therapy has had on me I will forever be grateful for this and for you and for all of it so far because yeah it's it's significant it's really helped me but yeah I recently listened as I mentioned before to the episode with you and Dean Bentley and then yeah like what you said about you know opening up that dialogue with your soul it's just started to heal me on so many deeper levels. And I just, I'm excited to continue to tap into that. Mm. And I know you yourself have a huge um, dream to help people like within the therapy space through their dreams. And like, I also have that predominantly through like talk therapy mm. um, and, you know, having conversations around personal healing and growth, but I'm just so excited to like see how I continue to grow and develop as a human being and then like witness the potential impact and overflow of that onto others through Mm. my professional endeavors. Because like there's a saying like it goes hurt people hurt people and it is so true. Like so true. I experienced that. But healed people heal people. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes is so much more impactful than any hurt that you can experience. So I think doing this work now and healing, it's almost like a personal mission within myself, not just to have a, a positive impact on me, but to then be able to support others in their own healing journey. Mm. So yeah, I'm just really nice. excited to continue doing the work. So before we go on that topic, I want to know if you want to share what are like your upcoming dreams or aspirations, like whether they're personal goals or dreams of things that you hope to explore in the realm of dream therapy. Like what's what's your next big thing? What's going on? Oh, sorry. Um, I don't think I mentioned this before. One of the most favorite things to me that has come out of doing the dream therapy work is just the precognitive dreams Mm. they are like the next level um so I've had a few precognitive dreams um and people 
who are listening on your podcast probably know what precognitive dreams are, but if anyone's listening and they don't, um, it's like a dream that happens before the event happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost a bit psychic and a bit predictive. Yeah, definitely but, psychic. Yeah. yeah I so was going to say sorry to your psychic, but you'll need to fire her. <laughs> She sounds great, but you can do it yourself now. (laughs) They have been so cool. So I have actually, like, through my dreams, predicted two pregnancies. I didn't know at the time that that's what it was. But later on speaking to the mothers-to-be, I was like, I picked up on that in my dreams. No way. So that's been really cool. I have had dreams where I've been able to predict or know what is coming up for me. So in in terms of like future connections with relationships with people, I made a friend this year that I actually dreamed about them coming into my life before they did. And when we met and we were talking, I was like, oh my God, I remember you were in my dream. Like it's you. Um, And they're a bit like, what? (laughs) But I'd never met this person before. And it's crazy because I knew they were going to come into my life like before they did. Um, And then when they did, I was just like, I can't get my dream about them out of my head. Like it was definitely confirmation that this um connection was was meant to be and like that person actually um had a very positive impact on me they were one of the main people who was I guess motivating me to do the podcast um and like just checking in with me about that constantly and um yeah like one night they just messaged me like why haven't you done it yet and I was like ah I'm doing it now (laughs) and launched it the next day so they were obviously very significant to Mm -hmm. me that was a huge action that I took from my dreams but in terms of dreaming and like where I want to go with it give me more of the pre-cognitive dreams those kind of conversations because like it's just so cool I love that oh I love it so much and like yeah just knowing that our intuition and our subconscious and like our sense of like our gut feeling and all that it's just so real. Hmm. You can't discredit it. And and people that do like just feel a little bit sorry for you because I'm like, yeah, you're missing yes. out on so much insight. Like I feel a lot sorry for them yeah. and they should all just start remembering their dreams. Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. The precognitive ones, when you like click and come to that point in time when you realize that it's something that you've actually seen or experienced before, like the feeling is yeah. indescribable. Yeah. Oh, you just so feel like so awesome. I'm like, I know. oh my God. Superheroes. <laughs> I'm like, I could go travel the world and like never even leave the country, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this. It's been very touching, very personal, and you've given so much wisdom and insights to the listeners. I loved the advice that you gave for the people that are just getting into it and basically um, to go slow and to know that they're not alone. So I'm going to, in the show notes, include a link into our Facebook group called the Dream Hub Club. Stacey's in there too. And it's a space where we can put in dreams or put in questions and all have little chats together. 
Um, it's a little community. So I'll just put that out there for anyone listening. But thank you, Stacey. And I'm also going to put a link to Stacey's podcast. So you can jump over and hear her in all her glory. <laughs> she does, I think it's episode four. Three or four is probably the best one. No, just because it's featuring me. Um, but thank you. I can't thank you enough. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you, Stacey, for sharing your stories. I can't wait to dream tonight and see what we both dream about. Oh, I, I can't wait. I'm like, yeah, so excited to go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> but no, thank you for having me on. I've, I've loved sharing. And yeah, thank you so much for all your support with all this. It's been, yeah, hugely impactful. It's been my pleasure.